morning, partner. What do we got today, Gray? 25-year-old Caucasian female, Tracy Calloway. Same as the other? Same as the others. Bloody hell. Join homicide detectives Dean Tidwell and Grayson Copeland as they delve into the darkness that their city welcomes with open arms. As they search for a serial killer, known only as the Gray-Eyed Man, from slaughtering his next victim, they put their jobs, families, and lives in jeopardy, only to learn there's more than one. Read it all in David K. Montoya's book, Through the Eyes of Madness, available at mythmart.com and where books are found. This book is not for the faint of heart. Consider yourself warned. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Welcome, welcome to a brand new episode of My Public Life as an American Nerd. I'm your host, Kevin, and joining me today is my little mini-me, my um, little mini-host, Mr. Elijah. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, and I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm I'm your little mini-me. Why? Because I I would do some things differently than you do. Oh, yeah? Like what? Let's talk uh, about podcasting, for example. What would you different differently in podcasting? Uh, for starters, I would pod, uh, podcast on stuff that more directly affect what I like. Yeah. And stuff that I like. That's what I do. Yeah, but... But, like, yeah, it'd be like you, you'd be focusing on, like, anime. And games. Or, and games. And maybe a lot of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Or I don't focus on anime or games or anything as much. Just because, yeah. I get it. I get it. You don't no. focus on things per se. You focus on more of like a broader spectrum. That's true. That's true. Pop culture type stuff, which is what I do. It's what I do. Um, on today's show, everyone, um, I got Eli here. We're going to be talking about some uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I have to do another. Rec- I have to do a retcon kind of for my review that I, uh, me and Christian did on the show last uh, week uh, after initially watching it, uh, and talk about that really quickly. After and then after that, we're going to talk about some uh, Superman casting um rumors of course all of this is rumors right now because you all know james gunn is working on his new superman movie and of course the rumor mill is going crazy as to he who he is going to um cast in the roles of superman and lois um and then we're going to talk some uh some video game stuff and we're going to talk some anime uh just kind of wanted to um get you guys updated on what what eli's watching what he recommends and what you know he thinks he thinks he all should watch and if there's anything new coming down the pipeline pipeline he might be able to tell us um so first i need to talk about guardians of the galaxy volume three listen i recorded we me and christian recorded that podcast the saturday night right after i watched it my reception to it was a little bit lukewarm it wasn't as as um it wasn't as thought out as I really, really was hoping it would be. I did kind of rush into that review a little bit. Um, so what happened was we recorded that, had some time to really think about it. 
I woke up Sunday morning, let all of it sink in. And then I realized how much I absolutely loved it, how much I thought it was fantastic, how amazing I thought it was, and how perfect of an ending it is for the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. And how much you butchered your review for it at the time. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I did butcher it. But hey, you know what? We all make mistakes. We all have these initial reactions. And what it was, I realized, was that movie is such a roller coaster of emotions. Unless you're 100% there, like able to process it all at once you're going to kind of have varied reactions to it and that was my thing i you know my little adhd brain couldn't really uh process all of the emotions that i had just experienced and the next day i i really 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 just realized how much i actually loved it how perfect of an ending it is for this trilogy and how i will say with 100% confidence, it's my favorite trilogy in the entire MCU. Eli might disagree. Um, what is your favorite trilogy of the MCU? The Captain America trilogy. Captain America. Well, see, that's a very, very close second. That's what this is pretty much tied with. That's what this has to compete with. But I think this is original enough, um, kind of takes things in a different direction. It makes it pays its own path, I feel like. Whereas Captain America is great, but it it always serves for kind of the bigger story, right? Guardians. Except for the first one when they did Thanos and they really they had to hold Thanos the in, stones. introduce the stones and everything, but it still felt like its own thing. But Guardians 2 and Guardians 3 generally exist in their own little realm, right? Like, obviously, we know, listen, they've been off with, you know, they were in Endgame, they were in Infinity War, they were off with Thor and Love and Thunder. We got to see them for the first 20 minutes of that movie, which was the best part of that movie, to be honest. Um but um, other than the music, the music was great, and I thought the the Jane Thor, she uh, she Thor, whatever you know, the mighty her, Thor, the mighty Thor. I thought she that was cool. I thought that was really neat. But I just didn't. I wasn't like it wasn't as good as you were meshing with it. Yeah, yeah. As well as I did was like something like Ragnarok. Ragnarok um, was amazing. No, oh, Ragnarok was incredible. That. Yeah, no, Ragnarok was was, was incredible. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, this Guardians movie closes it up perfectly beautifully and it ties a nice little bow over it and it's actually oddly it's it's it is a hard watch it's not an easy watch there's a lot of drama a lot of stuff that happens but in a the lot end of emotion a lot of emotion yeah um and i don't want to spoil it for y'all who haven't seen it because i spoiled me and christian spoiled it completely last episode but um it kind of has a it may seem like a sad ending but it's probably it's 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 a very uplifting and and happy and they're all able to kind of live their lives, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to throw that out there real quick because um, I just kind of wanted to to um, say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry, nerds. I didn't mean it. Um, so let's talk about, uh, let's move over to DC a little bit. Speaking of James Gunn and, and speaking of um, what he's been doing, um, there's um, casting rumors for the new Superman, which have been going around like crazy. Obviously, the movie, uh, I don't know how the writer strike is affecting it. But so far as we know, the movie's going to start shooting as soon as it can. I know it's all written and good to go. They just need to wait for the strike to be over before they start to film it. Um, so we have some names so far for um the roles of Superman and Lois Lane or Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Um so we have some of these names I know, some of these I don't. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Um, so David Korenzwet, 
um, is in the running as well as Nicholas Holt. I know Nicholas Holt. I think he would be an interesting Superman. Wouldn't be my first choice, but I think he can do some really, really great things with it. I think he has that energy. I think what he brought to the role of um, uh, Beast, uh, what's Dr. What's his name? Um, what's the Beast real name? I can't remember. Uh, my public life is an American nerd and I can't even remember the Beast real name. Um, Hank, Hank something. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, uh, I think what he brought to that role was was incredible and a lot of fun. So um, I'm, I, I don't know. I think that's a good choice. We also have Jacob Alordi and Andrew Richardson auditioning for Superman. Um, on the other side, I think for Lois Lane, we have uh, Rachel Brosh, Brosnahan, who I hear is the front runner and everyone loves her and they think she should get it. And I, I was watching some interviews with her lately and I'm like, yeah, she does kind of remind me of Lois Lane. Um, Emma Mackey. And Samara, Samara Weaving, I think Samara Weaving, Weaving is such an inspired choice. Um, I loved her in Ready or Not. She recently showed up in Scream 6. Um, and she just kind of pops up in these really, really great things. She was in The Babysitter. Um, remember, she was the babysitter in The Babysitter. Um, so I think, I don't know, I think she'd be a good choice. I think um, all these names are pretty interesting. Do you have any thoughts? Do you have, who would you cast? Do you know anyone that you would cast as Superman if you were to cast him right now? Ash Other Cam- than Henry Cavill. Ash Campbell. Ash- Bruce Campbell? Yeah, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Sorry. Bruce Campbell would make an awesome like Kingdom Come Superman, right? Like yeah. he would be an amazing Kingdom Come Superman and I actually have it up right there. I actually kind of feel like, I know he was Batman. But I feel like Ben Affleck would have been a really, really great. I know he played, he actually played George Reeves in a biopic. And George Reeves is one of the very first actors to portray Superman on, it, it was during the 1930s and 40s, during the serials and stuff like that. Jacob Elordi was recently in the Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tale. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder if he was the the kid, the, the main, uh, click on it. I, th- I wonder if he was the main because you know he had yeah, the two yeah. the boy and the girl um he might have been uh we're looking it up right now i know this is so much fun for podcasting oh no, i think that was him but um but yeah who knows uh all these choices could be really really good and we'll see what happens um we have faith i have faith in james gunn i think me i think eli does too eli is a pretty good james gunn fan um i think we all are so with his work in Recent movies like the Suicide Squad, Guardians. I think it's a pretty good bet that he make DC better with yeah. the live action stuff than they have been. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think he's going to bring it to a really, really cool place. I think. Um, I don't think. I think the thing with James Gunn is people don't under don't under don't really get. I don't think is he's really good with the drama and the humor. Like he can, especially if you watch Guardians three, you can definitely see how good he is with pulling those heartstrings with the sad emotions and just doing really good drama, like character stuff, which is really really good. Um, so yeah, I think I think uh, the DC. Um, What's it called now? The DC Universe now. DCU. Uh, D- the DCU is in good hands, and I think James Gunn is going to be is going to bring it home with. Uh, I think he's going to start it off right with uh, Superman. So we'll see how that goes. And I also, speaking of DC, um, we have the Flash coming up, and we also have uh, Shazam is going to be hitting HBO Max uh, in two weeks. I believe it's the twenty third of this month. Um, so for those of y'all who haven't seen it yet, like us. Um, 
definitely that's going to be streaming for free on HBO Max. Or by then it'll just be called Max. So then... I hope Gunn brings in some more of the younger heroes and heroines of the DC universe. Oh, he definitely will. He definitely will. He's working on an animated uh, something, Commandos. Um, oh, those are monsters yeah monsters but no i I know it's not the young but i know he's doing a lot of stuff over there so he could be bringing you know i think he's going to be diving in a bunch of stuff um so speaking of comic book movies um we got confirmation that creator mike mignola uh he took to instagram to confirm that production on the hellboy the crooked the crooked man film has wrapped um Obviously, the David Harbour reboot didn't really go anywhere, um, so they're rebooting it again. Um, this time, uh, Jack K- Casey is uh, playing Hellboy and a rookie. So the plot of the film, uh, it's him and a rookie uh, BPRD agent are stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia. There, they discover a small community haunted by witches and led by a local devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past, the Crooked Man. This one actually sounds really, really cool if they do it right. I know this one, they're going to lean more into the horror elements of it, which seems really cool. More of the um, Lovecraftian type stuff, which could be really, really awesome. Um, And Mike and, you know, Mignola is a huge part of it. He's actually, you know, kind of shepherded it from beginning to end, which I think is cool. I know he did that with uh, the Guillermo del Toro Hellboy. So I don't know. you know what happened there i i love those two i think the Guillermo del toro ones are really 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 good um jack was recently in deadpool 2 oh cool and without remorse oh okay oh yeah we watched both of those we did watch without yeah without remorse is like one of your favorite movies right now it is it is no i know it it's is. a you good love movie. michael b jordan yeah no and there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all um so that's going to be releasing soon i don't know let's see if there's a release date here um so let's see here Uh, no set release date so yeah definitely uh, keep an eye out for that we'll definitely keep you guys updated as soon as we see it and as soon as it comes out um guardians uh, speaking of guardians of galaxy 3 it just passed 500 million at the box office which is great which is really really good obviously not as good as normal you know as the, the first one not as bad as the second one it's somewhere in between there um but they're all still doing really well. They're still making a lot of money. And this one actually made quite a bit. So that's actually not bad. Um, one of the other things that's going to be uh, that I just kind of want to talk about real quick. Archer is coming to an end. FXX's Archer. Uh, this is going to be its final season. Season Wait, 14. Huh? They have the power to do that since when? What? end a show that's been going on for oh yeah of course they do of course they do yeah they can do whatever they want um but uh yeah so that's um that's coming to an end what's up let's just hope simpsons isn't next on the block simpsons won't be next simpsons is never going is not going anywhere simpsons is going to be around forever um i think people on cancel culture has a different idea yeah, it's not going to happen. They try, they try to do it with South Park. They've tried to do it. It's it's not going to happen at all. Um, so yeah, so we have that coming up, which is really really fun. Um, and then let's see here, what else do we have? Oh yes, uh, I kind of really wanted to talk about um, just real quick. Me and Elijah and pretty much the whole family. We watched a documentary yesterday, uh, which was Mother's Day. Happy late Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Um, 
called still uh, about michael oh wait no it's called no you're fine michael j fox yes it's still a michael j fox movie um this is probably one of the cool one of, one of the most interesting documentaries i've seen in a long time i really love the way that they showed his life through the clips of his movies right like that i thought that was really really cool you don't see that like that was just really unique and different um but yeah, I really, really love this documentary. I thought it was really, really great. Um, and so Eli here, he doesn't know anything about Michael J. Fox. He watched Back to the Future, right? Yeah. He's seen Back to the Future. He knows who Marty McFly is. Um, he has seen The Frighteners as well. He won't admit it. or He, I he does not remember it. watching it. Um, but The Frighteners is one of my favorite kind of horror movies, horror comedies of all time. Um, and Michael J. Fox is amazing in that. Also, you know, it did shows like Family Ties, which I grew up with, and Spin City in the 90s, which was also a real, another really, really great show he was involved with. Um, but everything from Doc Hollywood to Secret to My Success, all these movies were super, super um, kind of big when I was growing up. So kind of watching this and you kind of get to see him from, you know, his early career kind of to where he is now with the Parkinson's and stuff like that. Um, it's definitely taking a toll, but this guy, I, I got to tell you, like this guy, even though he's been through so much, he is probably one of the most uplifting people ever. Like he doesn't let it get to him. He doesn't let it, like he's still very funny about it, even about the disease. Like he'll make jokes about it. He talks about- You gotta it. love people like that. Yeah. And that's the way, that's what I love. And that's why it's it's kind of, it's very, it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking watch, but it's also very uplifting because you see people like that and you're like, and you look at yourself and you're like, what do I have to bitch about? You know what I mean? Like he has this life-threatening disease that is literally killing him every single day more and more. And he's just living his life, like being happy, making jokes, just he doesn't let him let it get him down, which I think is incredible. Um, it puts things in perspective, you know, um, as far as, you know, you get mad at us because we yell at you because things aren't done. But, you know, it's normal right yeah yeah so it's like i mean but that's what i'm saying though like like little things like that you start to realize like hey like my life's not that bad at all nah. you know you guys you know it gets frustrating at time and things happen and uh things like that but yeah really really good film um i highly highly recommend it it's showing on apple tv plus right now um go check it out it's only like an hour and a half too so it's not very long it's a super easy watch and just just listening to him tell a story is just uh, next level and i absolutely love it and uh speaking of michael j fox he actually i was reading an article earlier today um about how he's not you know the back to the future franchise has kind of been you know as long as bob gale and robert zemeckis are alive they have said that a reboot will never happen they're like maybe a sequel at some point in time, but that's even unlikely, but a reboot will never happen. Um, a lot of people think that, you know, if they do do a reboot, that Tom Holland would be the perfect Marty McFly, which we were actually talking about this last night on another podcast. Um, he kind of is like this version, this, this generation's Michael J. Fox. If you think about it, some of the roles he's taken and some of the stuff he's done. Um, I think he would be a perfect Marty McFly. Um, but anyways, uh, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd were doing an interview. Um, Christopher Lloyd is down with doing a sequel. Like he's more than willing to come back. But Michael J. Fox is like, dude, like I, a, like, I don't know if I'd be able to do it, but B like, how are you going to, top the original like what's the point like unless there's like a really really good story like we told our story we had three three chapters and um 
you know, we're good to go. So, um, so he's not too excited about it, but you know, what if they go to a altered future? That'd be cool. That would be really cool. And have like, I was thinking they can continue it too. Or like, even like, if you do cast someone like Tom Holland, that's like his son or something. And he gets, you know, pulled into something. Yeah. And they go into an alternate future or something, you know, something can happen. Um, So, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's, um, you know, not happening for, um the reboot uh, michael j fox isn't on board so um yeah so we won't be doing that um eli pulls up this article about the legend of zelda um so of course there's a few things to talk about zelda this week but this particular article is about uh Nint- um nintendo head of the zelda franchise who are let me pull this up here um uh, with Tears of the Kingdom out now in stores, looking likely to be as it, it is going to be a bestseller. Uh, recently, longtime Zelda producer uh, I.G. Ayanoma and game director Hidemaro Fujibayashi were asked by Polygon if the recent success of the Mario movie had them excited about the prospect of a Zelda adaptation. They responded, um, Ayanuma, I have to say I am interested for sure, but it's not just me being interested in something that makes things happen, unfortunately. And Fujibayashi. Fujibayashi. Maybe the voice of the fans is what is important here. So guys, rise up. You know, Super Mario Brothers has been a massive box office success. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, Even if they don't get the right people and yet still ha- somehow make it work like the Mario movie, I think it could be really good. Absolutely. Just cast uh, Chris Pratt as uh, Link. That's too far. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, um, imagine they cast someone like Vin Diesel as Link. <laughs> Princess. Well, actually, we don't even need a link, princess. A voice? No, because throughout the game, he is silent. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's very true. But you have the have to have the iconic "Excuse me, princess" line, which is from the animated series that was on during the eighties. Um, so um, who knows? You know, we could get another Zelda with the success of Mario. I'm surprised they are. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already talking about it behind the scenes um, at Universal and Illumination, what they're going to be doing. Um, if you could pick one Nintendo property that they can translate next into animation, what would it be? Okay. Mine would be Star Fox, actually. I think Star Fox would translate perfectly to like animation. Yeah. What do you think? I. I think that would be a good thing to transfer into animation. Now, let's say live action. Would you want any of them to be turned into live action? I have one, the only one that I would that I would accept as a live action that I need as a live action. Go ahead, uh, Metroid. Uh, you got to do that on live action. Who like you cast a Samus. That's a tough one. I have no idea right now. Samara Weaving. She'd be a good one. Do you remember Ready or Not? Yeah, like she's the main girl in that. I think she'd be good. I think she would be incredible as Samus Aran. Um, I'll even go Margot Robbie. Let's do Margot Robbie as you Samus. Know, for both questions, I, I would have to go with either a Metroid movie mm-hmm. or a Legend of Zelda movie for live action. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a live action would be cool, but I think there's too many. I think the problem with like live action fantasy is that especially with something like Zelda, it's hard to strike a balance that Zelda is going for that. Like 
it's a little goofy, a little humorous, a little not super serious, but also serious at the same time. I feel like if they did do it into a movie, it would kind of lean. Well, I guess they did it with Dungeons and Dragons, which we haven't seen yet. So I guess you can strike that balance if you get the right writers. But I kind of feel like if they did try, it would turn out something more like Lord of the Rings, which is cool, which is grand. I feel like we need to get Gunn. Gunn. Yeah, you could get James Gunn. Gunn Um, for everything. Yeah, or you get the guys that did Dungeons and Dragons. You know, they did. They actually did. Remember that movie we watched the other day, Game Night? Yeah. We hadn't seen yet. They that was one of their first movies, so they they got the oh, humor. Funny. Yeah, they got the humor right. They get they got the drama right. Yeah, and I think you know I again we haven't seen Dungeons and Dragons yet. It's on our list. We haven't seen it just because we haven't seen it yet. But um, from the looks of it, it, looks like it kind of captures the balance of you know the the fun um, sci-fi or the fun fantasy elements and kind of the more serious Dungeons and Dragons type stuff, um, which is cool. Yeah. So um, speaking of Zelda um tears of the kingdom recently released um elijah you are on your first playthrough playthrough your first actual wild yes you have watched me play it before and i on the wii you mildly with some of the yes you did um how are you liking it so far it's good there's one there's two shrines that i won't go back to well one because i need to get stronger and the other one because it's a little bit annoying i gotcha no that's understandable um no, I totally understand that. Um, I love Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, oh, and I, I figured out how to shield surf. Nice, nice. Um, Breath of the Wild isn't my typical go-to type of game, right? Like, I'm not... I like open-world games to an extent. Um, but when you're with someone like Link, who's someone I kind of grew up with, and I know the character, and I played Ocarina of Time, which was also... Ocarina. It, Ocarina, yeah, that's what I said. You said Ocarina. Ocarina, whatever. Um, Ocarina of Time, which, you know, is it's not open world per se, but it's almost there. It kind of leads the way to stuff like Breath of the Wild. Um, but I also love games like Red Dead Redemption 2. That game is massively huge. The map is incredibly big. Um, I've, Assassin's Creed, unfortunately, I've kind of fallen off of a little bit because of that, because I liked the simplicity oh i don't even want to say simplicity but the um linear type storytelling that those games told um so the last few entries haven't excited me as much like black flag and syndicate and some of the earlier ones are perfect yeah yeah even three three is really good i think that um i'm really excited for hexe i don't know i hope it's as i hope it's scary i hope it's good i hope it's linear i hope it harkens back to assassin's creed like i i am more excited for jade 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 could be cool yeah jade's gonna be cool um i think which one are they doing where they said it's gonna be more like the old school that's a mirage yeah yeah which is uh which also could be really cool i'm really excited i'm excited for these games i love these games and i will i do really really want to play valhalla like sit down and actually play it all the way through just don't have the time man don't have the time and i don't want to be taking up the 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 tv the whole time i was playing resident evil 4 for a while i still am like i'm playing that and breath of the wild right now or um tears of the kingdom sorry um but so far tears of the kingdom is really really great that opening sequence was pretty cool um had some uh, i love that the uh the animation and the the graphics on it are just great like it's cartoony of course but it's it also brings it's it's also this weird real, realism to it, which I think is really, like the really cool. cartoony parts is like the monsters, the, yeah. the big 
things that we would never have in our real world. And there's also this really good realistic part of the norm of like the normal stuff that we would have in our world, like the mountains, the sunsets. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I don't have to tell you guys, pick up Tears of the Kingdom if you haven't yet. Go go play it. You're gonna go love try it. and pick it up. We know it's probably yeah, it's been selling out like crazy at like some places. So yeah, just go to the right place. I'm sure you'll find it. Um so let's don't move go on. to GameStop. Yeah, don't go to GameStop. Don't go to GameStop. or Target. Or Target. Um, let's move on real quick to some other movie news. Um, I know this is kind of like a week old by now, um, but we haven't done a podcast in a while, so let's talk about it. Beetlejuice 2 is coming next September. It's been officially announced. Um, we have Michael Keaton returning as Beetlejuice. We have Jenna Ortega. Beetlejuice? I, we'll talk about this in a second. Oh, we got Jenna Ortega coming, uh, joining the cast as Lydia's daughter, Winona Ryder's daughter from the first movie. Winona Ryder's coming back. And so is um, um, Moira from Schitt's Creek. And I can't remember her name for the life of me right now. Um, but she's an incredible actress, one of my favorites. And I feel so bad. Catherine O'Hara, that's right. She was also Sally from um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but yes, um, I think, yeah. Um, but yes, I think um, Michael Keaton... I don't think people give Michael Keaton enough credit for how good of an actor he is because. Oh, I know he's a good actor. No, well, well, yeah, but watch Beetlejuice again. Every time we we watch it, we watch it every year, right? On Halloween time, watch it again. And then like, try to find Michael Keaton in that performance. Like some actors, you can see it. Like it's right there. Like you can totally tell. But yeah, it's the makeup. A lot of it is the makeup, but even the way he talks, like. The way he walks, the way he talks, Completely his mannerisms. Like anything that he's, in my opinion, it's probably one of the greatest performances of all time. Like as silly as it sounds, because it is a silly performance. It's a goofy, but Michael Keaton is just like, he brings it and he commits and he's in it. And he's, he's just, he's, he's Beetlejuice, right? He becomes Beetlejuice. Like you don't watch that and be like, oh, that's Michael Keaton playing Beetlejuice. Like you could watch Batman or Batman Returns and be like, yeah, Michael Keaton's a really good Batman. He's a really good Bruce Wayne. He's a pretty good vulture as well. He's a good vulture too. He's really good, but you know, it's Michael Keaton, right? Beetlejuice. And yes, a lot of it does have to do with the makeup. It helps, but like he so disappears into that role that it's insane. Like he brings something that I don't think any other actor could have done. Like it's like Depp and Jack Sparrow. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? Jack Sparrow is kind of on that level a little bit. Um, Even though I don't think it's as good of a performance, to be honest, because I think Beetlejuice takes a lot more. um, I feel like Jack Sparrow is a little bit Johnny Depp, just kind of not trying anything. So he tries something, you know what I mean? Like now that it's not a bad thing. No. Um, Yeah. Beetlejuice two come in next September. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be great. Um, I do kind of wish that they'd give Jenna Ortega a break a little bit. Uh, I feel like if anything kind of somewhat spooky, she has to be in it. Um, but it, I feel know. like she definitely needs a little bit of a break. She, yeah. She's been doing a lot recently, and I don't think she's been doing enough. No. I mean, to, like for, for herself yeah but i think as she you know in interviews and stuff she does definitely seems like the kind of person who i mean she really doesn't take for granted her position right now like she knows how lucky she is and she just wants to keep working until it goes you know she doesn't want it to go away which yeah. is understandable but i think i think she's great i think you know we kind of started watching you know we knew who she was from like things like stuck in the middle 
Yeah. Right. Like that was the big show in this house for a long time, uh, specifically with Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. Um, but that's the show I knew her from. And I, it's, it's actually a funny show. Like it has some really, really great moments. She was great in it. Um, but she's also been doing the Scream franchise, um, which brings me to my next point. Scream 7 has been, um, they're not sure when it's going to happen because of how in demand Jenna Ortega is. Um, it is a, you know, a good problem to have, I guess, you know, in one of your major stars now you know you don't have nev campbell you don't have any of the ogs anymore we have uh gail still sticking around but um she's kind of she Somehow is the friend right yeah i mean it's the core four right it's the core four now um which who all of them i really like i think they're all really great and there there have been rumors that it might move along without jenna ortega um which i think would be a mistake to be 100 honest with you because she is kind of the heart and this part of the heart and soul of this franchise now um the whole cast is incredible right now so who knows when we'll get it but you know what i'm um i'm willing to wait you know till they could get it right and listen we've had two screen movies in two years like the Scream 5 came out last year. Scream 6 came out this year. Give it a couple years. Come out with Scream 7. It's fine. We'll Give be fine. The actors and act and the story a little bit of a break. Make yeah. sure that everything you're trying to write is actually good. Yeah. And of course, the writer's strike is... Exactly. Well, yeah, that's some things. That's going to prohibit a lot of stuff. The writer's strike is still going on. Me and Christian discussed this, the writing strike, last week. Uh, on the last week's episode um still happening still going strong man support your support these writers everyone like seriously um they they sacrifice a lot to bring you entertainment um and they deserve to be you know they're not even asking to be like million you know to get millions of dollars they're asking just to be paid paid fairly depending on what people are watching um and i think that's completely fair you know i'm a writer i like to write and i would love to get paid for it unfortunately i don't get paid for my writing but you know it's a dream career a dream job and i want um them to i feel get... like this is happening on two different fronts it's just that one front hasn't gone on strike yet what's the other front the actors. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, a lot of the actors are in the strike with the writers because they understand how important it is. So yeah. a lot of these actors are out there. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda was out there, um, but he he's also he's writer. also a writer. Um, so like you have all of these multi talented people and these people who do, you know. So during the twenty seven two thousand seven, I think uh, writer strike, they were filming uh, Quantum of Solace, which is a James Bond movie, and. I've explained, you know, we've talked about this, but they always have a writer on set to fix things. Um, the director and um, and uh, did, 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 uh, Daniel Craig were talking about how hard that movie was to make because whenever something needed to be rewritten, they had to do it. And Daniel Craig's not a writer. He's even like, that's not my job. Like I come in to be an actor, but I had to write on that movie. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, so writers are super, super important to any projects, even the projects that people say, it's already written. Why can't they just do it? No, no, no. You have to have a writer on set to fix things, to make things better. Um, and so, yeah, I don't want to go over this all over again because we talked about it last week, but uh, definitely go listen to that episode if you want more information on that. But um, certainly, um, please, they deserve it. So help them out. And and it was really not much you can do to specifically support them, but just be be vocal, social media, things like that. Just just do your best to support the best way you can. Just talk about it. Let people know about it. Make help people understand what it's all about. Um, and that's gonna help. That helps them the best, you know, that that you can do. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely do that. Um, all right. 
So, Eli, yeah, you are the anime kid. You are the only anime kid I know. I'm sure lots of kids your age watch anime, but I don't know very many 16-year-olds, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. So, I kind of wanted to talk to you just a little bit about what's been going on in the world of anime right now. Um, what are you watching? And is there anything you're looking forward to coming out? Have you heard any rumors, rantings of anything that's supposed to be really good that you just haven't checked out yet or anything like that? So let's start with what are you watching right now? I, I know you have a few and go ahead and yeah. list a few off. So right now I'm currently watching that time I got reincarnated as a slime, which is really funny. More funny than I thought it would be. I've seen I've seen some of it, and half the time I'm like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> but I, it looks fun. Like I'm not judging it. It just seemed really bizarre. Um, and then I was watching One Piece, but then it got taken off of Hulu. Taken off of Hulu quite a bit ago. Is it going to Netflix because of the movie and or the live action show? I mean, there's a possibility of that, but Netflix or uh, or the company that publishes the show hasn't said anything okay i think it's probably that's most likely what's going to happen but uh, i got to right after marine ford after the two-year timescape which was some slightly emotional okay and i am also watching or i was watching some other shows on hulu that i cannot currently remember the names of kind of podcast guests are you i'm just joking okay well what are you looking forward to is there anything coming out that you're looking forward to anything that you're keeping track of to see when it comes out oh what was that movie that we were supposed to go see so we still haven't seen bell yet yeah um Uh, i wanted to go see the susan may movie yes susan may yes i've heard really i actually heard really really good things about it um we will go watch that. It's the same people that did uh, Your Name, right? Yeah. Yeah, Your Name. I love Your Name. That your is name. one that I want to watch. Which one? Your Name. Oh, no, not Your Name. I was thinking of... Uh, never mind. Okay, Your Name. I have not seen Your Name yet. That's the one we are going to watch. I was thinking of A Silent Voice. Ah, uh, okay. Silent Voice is depressing. It is depressing, but you've watched it, I don't know how many times. Because it's such a good movie. It really is good. I love it. I think A Silent Voice is incredible. I think it's one of the best... Um, definitely something I recommend to you guys if, yeah even if you have seen it yeah because this thing about me like I don't watch anime cart like the episodic anime right but I'll watch movies I'll watch like Japanese animated films you know I love like Studio Ghibli stuff I love things like a silent voice I love the Kira I love perfect dark or perfect blue didn't you also watch Cowboy Bebop Cowboy Bebop oh yes Cowboy Bebop was an exception that one I got hooked on well I got hooked on that because they were showing it on Adult Swim mm-hmm. um and after like all of the like weird like after like Robot Chicken and um um Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Venture Brothers they'd show anime so Toonami Toonami yeah so it'd go over to like Cowboy Bebop I think that was always the first one and that's why I kind of started watching it and I realized how good it was. And I literally binged like this is before binging. So I literally had to go rent the DVDs or the VHS even at that point. Um, now Toonami shows shows like Dr. Stone. Yeah. The new episodes of My Hero. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, anything coming up that you're looking forward to? Uh, the second season of Horemia, which I still need to finish the first one. What's that one about? uh it's a rom-com oh okay 
Well, did we ever watch that? You never did you ever watch that House Husband one? No. No, that one looked funny. That one looked Oh, funny. I'm also watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. Ooh, okay. Record of Ragnarok. That one looked really good. I it is really good. One. It's it's funny too. That's cool. Because it's a tournament between the gods and man. Oh, that's cool. Kind of like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay. Except for man <laughs> Except is like, yeah. incredibly strong. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, it's historical figure. Early in Mortal Kombat, the men are incredibly strong too. If they can go up against like Johnny Cage would get his ass handed to him. Well, not in Mortal Kombat. Then again, it's Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. And we all know, we all know that Johnny Cage is old news. It's all about Cassie Cage. She got the best from her mom and her dad. Um, she's kind of the perfect balance of both. Yeah, she got the douchey nature from her dad. She and definitely the got from the, her mom. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, we still need to watch the supernatural anime. Which we yeah. do have on Blu-ray, which is kind of something that we can kind of watch together because it kind of balances both of our liking, yeah. liking stuff, which we should watch that. It's actually really good. Um and I've been I, trying to get you two other to get you to watch two other some like supernatural based animes. Like not oh not like supernatural, verse, but like, like spin-offs. They or deal with supernatural events. I'll watch them one day when I get the chance. We're still we're so behind on so many shows. We have Ted Lasso. We That's why I started to watch them on these Mythic quests. Apple. We got behind a lot of Apple TV stuff. Well, two big Apple TV shows. The rest of it, it's hard for me to keep. We don't even finish watching Wednesday. <laughs> I think we have like two episodes left or three episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm currently like obsessing over Muppet Mayhem on Disney Plus because I think it's amazing. Um, so I need to finish watching that. Um and that, that's another really let's good focus show on one out. source of media at a time. No. That's yeah. not how my brain works. Um, so yeah, so anime um coming out strong right now. There's a lot of good stuff. We're always in Barnes and Noble. Um, and he's you're always looking at ma- mangas that are out and stuff like that. Which one are you reading right now? Uh um, I just been last week I finished uh Hell's Paradise and the Eminence and Shadow, and I'm currently reading the uh, classroom of the elite did you read the uh spy spy family right oh that's one i'm watching i thought you we got you the book the no mangas which what mangas did we get you uh you guys got me it was spy family no chainsaw man Chains. no i swear we got spy no family. it's chainsaw man okay chainsaw man um because if you look on the front on the covers of one and two you'll see power on the second one oh, and gotcha. benji on the first one Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You don't know either of their names. I have no idea who they are. No clue whatsoever. Even though Chainsaw Man does look really good. Like that that's the one I was telling you before it even came out. We were talking about it. And I said that one looked like I wanted to watch that one. Um, I still want to watch One Punch Man. That one looks fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, so yeah, guys, check out anime. Let us know what your favorite anime is. Let you let us know what you guys watch. Let us know if you have any recommendations for uh, Elijah here. Stuff maybe he hasn't seen yet. Um, he obviously didn't list off everything that he watched or yeah. has watched or is watching. But um, that's some of the stuff that he's really, really digging right now. Um, I can't wait to check out some of it eventually one of these days when I'm retired. So I'm going to make you come over 
depending on where you live and you're going to have to show Oh, you aren't going to make me. I'm going to make you sit down. Well, you're still going to be living in our basement, so it doesn't matter. Well, I will not. You'll be working for Lucasfilm or something. Try. It's good, good, good dreams to have. You could be a mechanic for the, um, for like their vehicles and stuff that they have, right? Like even like the onset vehicles and like all that stuff. See, there you go. Um, Can I quickly change one of my answers for the movies? What movies? The gaming to either animated or... Go for it. So instead of Metroid, no, not Metroid. Instead of Legend of Zelda, I want Doom for animated and it would have to be like rated r or something because of how bloody it is but it i want that to be one of them that'd be cool that would be really cool you can always watch the dwayne johnson one no okay all right that was a quick no um all right you guys after what happened with black adam i'm good with dwayne johnson yeah that's that's pretty um yeah i'd rather go watch stuff with john cena Oh yeah, John Cena is way better. Um, and I do say that on the record. I think he's a much better actor too. But I still think that one of the the best, probably the best modern wrestler turned actor has got to be Dave Bautista. Mm. Easily. Like that guy, even as you know, even if he's not Drax, he was in that. Remember that spy movie with him where him and the yeah. little girl, I forgot what it was called, My Spy or something. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Second, my knives out. Yeah, oh yeah, he was in uh, Glass Onion, which he did really, really good in. And uh, yeah, he's just an incredible actor. Um, so yeah, um, Dave Bautista it is. Um, so let's talk about toys a little bit before we sign off here. I just kind of want to give a recommendation toy of the week. My toys of the week always tend to be Lego stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the coolest kind of uh, recent sets that came out kind of coincides with a big movie coming out this summer, um, which is a Raiders of the Lost Ark set. Um, it's the... Um, it's the temple, temple of the lost no it's a temple of the golden idol it is a uh, 1545 pieces and it's one Dear of those god yeah it's kind of one of those um it's a little bit more of a diorama piece kind of like much like the jurassic park one or the um the star wars ones are that are out except this one has multiple uh areas um you know multiple uh sections and they connect together to make one cohesive thing. This thing has some really, really cool functionality. Uh, you can, the ball actually rolls down. Um, the On the idle part itself, there's a light that shines down on it. You could turn on. There's uh, all kinds of cool stuff. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Um, if you guys are ever on, uh, definitely check out pastramination.com. I'm going to be doing a review for it on there because it's- And if you have cool. the money, we would suggest you yeah. pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's one of the sets that are out- uh, celebrating indiana jones there's also two more smaller sets which are really cool um definitely i haven't not picked those up yet but i'm definitely going to be ch- picking those up um i also recently just built the star lord helmets which is uh, also lego um uh, the infinity saga it's a really really cool build probably one of my favorite helmets ever like i only have two helmet pieces um there's a reason for that i don't particularly like the helmets but I do have Luke Skywalker's Red 5 helmet, which was a lot of fun to put together. Um, and also Luke uh, Star-Lord's helmet, which is also really, really cool. Um, these ones just stand out in a cool way. They do something a little bit different. They're they're just really, really cool. Yeah, I have two Spaceman helmets. I do have two Spaceman helmets. That is the truth. Um, I really, really do. I guess I love Spaceman. Um, but yeah, do you have any recommendations? Are you like for toys, video games, anything like that? What you got? Well, for games, I would say 
This is one that I've been playing a lot. Of course, it's Fortnite because they just mm-hmm. had they've been having their May the Fourth update, and it's still going for at least another week. Right. And then for toys, I would say I'm I'm gonna have to betray you here for a second, but the Halo Mega Blocks. My God. I'm sorry, but there's something that you can get with them that you can't get with Lego. And it's a level of articulation. And the fact that their vehicles have, unless it's Technic, that their vehicles have some sort of suspension. That is true. That is very true. Um, Yeah. So that is is true. That is true. So definitely check out. the fact that you can mix the two sets together in some ways. But I am a Lego loyalist, so um i won't even speak the other company out loud um if we're talking about like like both of these as like gods then i'm an atheist that's true that's true um yeah so that's our show everyone thank you guys for joining us thank you for being here elijah thank you for making the long trip from the living room to here to join us on today's show especially on such a hot day this room is warm Listen, Oregon, we're getting hit, man. Like, I I know it's not as bad as some parts of the country, right? Like, obviously, a Southern lot of y'all California. people live in Southern California. Y'all live in Florida. Y'all live wherever in really, really hot places. When it gets to be 90 degrees in Oregon, um, it's hot. It's very hot. So that's where we're at now. Um, we, we decided to buy a... In, in more Southern parts. Yeah, yeah, we do. We really do. I sincerely hope y'all stay safe, stay hydrated. Um, we hope you have enough fans to keep your house cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, guys, so that's our show. Thank you guys for checking us out. Remember to check out... Um, also check out pastramination.com. There's a lot of great news, reviews, things on there. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok um blah 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 linkedin if you want to find me kevin hoskinson um yeah and eli's unfortunately has no social media he has tiktok i'm not gonna plug that in here because i have nothing too noticeable okay okay yeah he has tiktok but um but yeah at least not yet not yet so it's completely understandable well thank you guys for joining us thank you guys for yes, hanging thank out. you we for really, joining us yes we really appreciate it um and we will be back next week with a brand new episode talking about some movie news and and maybe have a review or two for you guys as well um what comes out this weekend does anything come out this weekend we're watching no i don't think so nothing we're watching uh not this weekend but next weekend we will be getting the live action uh, little mermaid um which we will certainly be talking about on the show What's next tarzan uh, probably <laughs> probably i think it's actually hunchback and Notre Dame or hercules no hercules with the russo brothers attached um Ooh. so we'll see how that goes um oh the russo brothers are producing with guy Ritchie, who did aladdin and he also did um He's done some other movies you've seen too. Anyways, he's going to be directing. So it should be a good, uh, good, uh, interesting movie uh, for sure. So anyways, guys, thank you guys for checking it out. You guys have a good night. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as usual, stay nerdy, America. Bye.